So if you're looking for something quick just for a night out and you have like only an hour, wouldn't say go to a vintage store. Um, but I do usually go to, that being said, I will go to like uh, Forever 21 or something like that or H&M especially. I love Zara um, to get inspiration like I spend a lot of time. So, or if there's like something in particular that I like. Hello and welcome back to Killing the Industry, the podcast miniseries about industries millennials are allegedly killing. We're going to find out if A, the industry is actually dead, and B, if it is dead, who killed it. I'm Everlina Ten. Ashley has flown the coop this week, but she did record some really great interviews that we're going to get into very shortly, so look forward to that. Today, we have the great pleasure of looking into an industry that has been at the forefront of America's time-honored traditions. Until now. If you didn't guess it from that slightly vague and very short introduction, I'm talking about the department store industry. So the department stores were supposed to have a great holiday season, but it was anything but. Overall, retail spending was up 4%, and yet all the department store chains saw declines. So what is going on? The issue here is that they're having trouble getting millennials interested in shopping. It's a very old format. Things aren't experiential. They aren't presented visually in an appealing visual manner anymore. And that was just the beginning of a piece done by Fortune, which is entitled A Very Subtle Millennials Are Killing Department Stores. Let's actually delve a little bit deeper into what they have to say on the issue. And shopping, it's a very old format. Things aren't experiential. They aren't presented visually in an appealing visual manner anymore. For example, Alta Beauty has taken away market share from everybody in the department store chains, all the way from uh, Kohl's to Neiman Marcus, because they present their uh, products in a way that you can go try and play with them. But at traditional department stores, it's very much the salesperson dictating to you what you can try, and that just doesn't fly with today's shoppers' tastes. They have way too much um, merchandise overlap, and when you're all selling the same things, what do you do to compete? You discount, discount, discount. And then that means that people got addicted to discounting, which means that it's impossible to get them to pay full price. Even the department stores at the high end uh, have been having a hard time. To become a four or five billion dollar a year, because of Nordstrom, ten billion dollar a year retailer, you have to sell a lot of products, and that means that you end up having a lot of the same brands. Luxury back in the day used to be only you carried it, and it was something really special, and that's how you got people to pay full price. And that has disappeared largely from uh, luxury department stores as well. Alrighty, that was a lot, so let's break it down. The first two reasons they give for millennials destroying the department store industry go hand in hand. They cite the notion that department stores aren't visually appealing to shoppers anymore, and that there is now too much merchandise overlap. These two problems stem from a major layout issue that is no longer working for modern shoppers. I mean, have you been to a department store lately? It's like a major assault on the senses. They're generally on the larger side, with clothing from tons of brands featuring similar kinds of styles. If you factor in salespeople at the door trying to sell you perfume as you walk by trying to avoid eye contact, you have my very own personal help. All jokes aside, the layout of these stores make it very hard to find anything, and probably at the get-go discourages shoppers like me who don't want to have to go through the hassle of sifting through the maze of the store. If we boil everything down to one thing the modern shopper likes the most, it's convenience. Specialty stores that aren't as large, that offers an experiential approach, letting their customers sample or try on the merchandise, they're going to be doing way better in sales. The next thing he mentions is discounts. He 
says that people have become addicted to discounts and are unwilling to pay full price for anything. And isn't that the truth? Stores like Macy's, JCPenney, and Kohl's are extremely guilty of this. They lure people in week after week with the promise of discounted goods. But while that's great for us, the consumer, that has to be hurting their sales in a big way. But enough out of me, let's hear from someone else on the other side of the fence. Now this is a very special interview, courtesy of Ashley, because it is with none other than her very lovely mother, Francina Law. Now Ms. Law isn't a millennial, but she does have some interesting points on the topic of department stores after having been a faithful customer for years. Let's take a listen. How would you rate your overall experience shopping at department stores? Mm, overall, I have good experiences. I prefer to shop at a department store, actually. As opposed to online? Because in the department store, I can see the merchandise and I can try it on. I can decide whether or not I want to pay whatever it is they're asking. And... Um, I don't know, I just enjoy seeing what I'm going to buy as opposed to ordering online and receiving something that does not look as it is advertised. Ashley's mom brings up a good point and also throws into the mix another factor we have yet to consider, online sales. We'll get into that in a moment, but for now, let's focus on what she had to say. She prefers going into the store to buy something because then she can check the sizing and the quality of an item before deciding how much she wants to buy. Everyone who has ordered online has had the experience of having to send something back because it wasn't what they were expecting when they originally clicked on it. Whether the sizing was off or color a different shade or the material not to their liking. And then we have to go through shipping it back and in a lot of cases paying to ship it back. This is a hassle and an expense that we would not have to go through had we gone to the store. The most important point here, however, is quality, something that department stores have prided themselves on in the past, and something that came up a lot over the course of this interview. And can you tell me about a particular favorite piece that you've gotten from over the years, whether it was from Elk or JCPenney or Macy's or any other of those? My favorite pieces would probably be my Dooney and Burke purse that I bought for my birthday a year ago, and another purse that I got from Belk. Both of those came from Belk, and I, got, I prefer those because I like the quality of them, but they were also good prices. I was able to get them via a pre-sale, meaning it was at a discounted price, but I had to purchase it before it actually went on sale. So rest be assured, quality is a very important factor that shoppers value. No one wants to spend money on a product only for it to be defective within a short amount of time. But if the quality of products within department stores are going down with the rise of a surplus of merchandise, you can understand why people might be looking elsewhere for their goods or just not purchasing them at all. And where do they look? Online megastores like Amazon or other e-commerce websites are the obvious answer. But maybe not so obvious are the smaller discount stores, dollar stores, and thrift shops. We'll delve a little bit deeper into this right after the break. Hey, 
this is Ashley Montgomery. Before I start this episode's PSA, I just wanted to say thanks for listening to the podcast. It means so much to me, seriously. Okay, time for the PSA. It's difficult to do these days. Phones keep us connected constantly. News is breaking all the time. And there always seems to be an avalanche of stuff to do just to keep up. But we've got to take a break. Our bodies were not made to be on all the time. That's why we sleep. The same goes for other external stimuli. So if you've been struggling to unplug, unwind, or kick back without feeling guilty, here's your sign. Do it. Take a break. Okay, back to the show. Welcome back to Killing the Industry. Right before the break, we were talking about the rise of online megastores, but also the smaller discount stores, dollar stores, and thrift shops that more and more people are frequenting. Studies show that stores like TJ Maxx and Marshalls have been increasing in sales and in store locations. According to Jason, retail geek Goldberg of Razorfish, I didn't make up that nickname for him. He goes by retail geek. Anyways, according to him, there is a direct correlation between the decline of department store sales and the rise of discount stores. People apparently appreciate the smaller stores and enjoy the thrill of the hunt for a bargain buy. To share their two cents on the issue, we have Mercedes McAlpine in the second of Ashley's interviews. She is the founder of Cloth Campus, a Tumblr blog featuring all things fashion. She's a fashionista and most importantly, a millennial. Um, I tend to, I tend to, I don't really like repeating stuff at them. <laughs> I just kind of like, but um, I just I feel like it's a waste of opportunity. Like, I should try to wear something completely different. Um, and it's kind of like a challenge, I guess, for me every day, too. And so, what stores do you typically find yourself shopping in? I think it depends. So, I'll tend to be in, um, I really, for like the specific, so for like actual parts of outfits and clothing, like a dress or something like that, I actually stop in the shop in thrift stores way more. Um, I don't really go to mainstream stores that much just because I think that a lot of the clothing can be really overpriced. So for the amount that I'll pay for one shirt um, at a at a mainstream like full price store, but I can wind up paying for a couple different pieces from a vintage store. So it sounds like Mercedes is reinforcing everything that was just said about discount stores and thrift shops. So if you're shopping for individuality, things that no one else has, you're going to want to go the route of the bargain stores because chances are the pieces that you're going to be finding are unique. Funny enough, people used to shop at department stores for that very same reason, to get things that no one else had. There was a luxury aspect associated with some of the stores that has sort of lost credibility with modern shoppers. So now that we have the arguments for either side, can we say definitively that millennials are killing department stores? I'm going to give that a big fat no. Given everything that we've learned over the course of this episode, I'd say that department stores are what are killing themselves. If the trends are showing that people prefer a smaller, more experiential experience when they go out to shop, then isn't it the department store's job to take that information and adapt to the times? It's not just millennials that are ushering in this change. With the rise of technology and e-commerce, people have had to change the way they consume data and products. 
Is it fair to put the blame on millennials? No. Anyone given the choice between an outdated convoluted model and a more convenient model is going to choose the more convenient model. From what we've seen today, it seems like more people would go to the store if certain things would change. Going into a physical store has its advantages, as we've learned. Nordstrom, in particular, has taken the lead on the changing times and have started introducing stores called Nordstrom Local that features a smaller square footage. The main difference between local stores and main stores, they aren't carrying all the merchandise that the main store would. Instead, they sell services like alterations, manicures, personal styling, a bar, etc. Basically things that people would love to come into the store for. While they don't carry merchandise, it can be quickly ordered and delivered from a nearby main store. And there are changing rooms available at the local store so people can try on clothing there. An innovative approach to the current problem. What do you guys think? Do you think Nordstrom Local will become a trend for department stores and take off? Or do you think they won't do so well? That's our poll for the week. Head on over to our blog at ktipodcast.wordpress.com and let us know what you guys think. Okay, so department stores, are they dead? Nah. And have millennials killed them? Definitely not. So that's our show. If you've got questions, suggestions, concerns, all of the above, let us know. Subscribe to the show. Tweet us at KTI Podcast. Email us at checktheindustry at gmail.com. Check out our blog for the research we referenced to find out more about the next episode. This episode was produced and edited by the absent Ashley Montgomery and me, your host for today, Everlina. The audio clip featured today was from Fortune. Our original theme song is by The Band Geeks, and other music in this episode is Lee Rosevers. You can find free music archive links on our blog. Big thank you to Francina Law, Ashley's mom, and Mercedes McAlpine for agreeing to be interviewed for the show today. We really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Once again, I'm Everlina, and this has been Killing the Industry.